0: Uh, hey, everyone, welcome to another episode of the Rhino Show Podcast. Listen, oh my gosh, this is the show oh where you come God. to learn, learn, listen, grow. upgrade oh your life personally and professionally, listen. Uh, because of you, our listeners, you know we we've had some great success, great guests, great knowledge. Today, I have one of the most amazing, amazing humans on the planet. She is known as the Gold Queen. She makes <laughs> fi- she makes finance look fun to people that aren't even in Uh finance daniela cambone welcome to the show you are a rock star
1: how are you you are a rock star i love the energy ryan it's been a long time coming
0: thank you for having me on it has has okay i want to get right in i want to get right into this okay so I think I met. I'm just trying to figure out how you came on my radar. I think it was from Nancy. Nancy, uh, yeah, Kevin. Shout out, Nancy. shout out, yeah, shout out to Nancy. And I'm like, yo, when I when I talk to Daniela, I'm like, I have to give Nancy a shout out because yeah. this all this all came from Nancy. Um, how the heck did you get into to finance? I seen your tweet about you selling shoes, which I thought was so funny. Um, socks. and I used to I used to call socks. myself, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, socks. So. My business card's a sock. So tell us, like, tell us about your journey of like going from socks to just becoming this financial powerhouse and voice. Right,
1: right. Uh, okay. So the sock thing, so I was 15 years old, actually. I wonder if it was even legal that I was working. <laughs> so that was just a summer job. I remember it was just to show that I was always like hustling. And I remember I had to run a sock shop on Monkland Street in NDG. Shout out NDG in Montreal. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I, and then I was just working retail while I was in school. Then I was like selling dishes at Stokes, if you guys remember that 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 store in Canada. Um, but then how I got into finance, it's it's really quite interesting. And I actually went back to my old high school to give a talk to the girls there uh, mm. because I was not that person. Like if you had told me in high school, you're going to have a great career in finance, I would have been like, Ryan, you're <laughs> like from another planet.
0: Well, I would have said something else. <laughs> Let's keep this, <laughs> hey, <laughs> Let's keep hey, this friend. Hey, sh- hey! This 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 show is real talk. This is your home. Meet mi- casa su Sukasa, my friend.
1: <laughs> so uh, you know, I never. I, I and again, this goes back to what Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad Poor mm. Dad, always says. We're not taught finance properly in school, and if mm, we true. were, and if one day I could go back and change the system, I would love to do that because it is so exciting and 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 amazing but I don't think it's properly taught. So I never thought I was gonna have a career in finance. Anyways, I wanted to just be a political journalist. So I went into politi- um, into journalism at Concordia University, thought I was gonna cover politics. Um, I got out of J school and the first job I was offered was uh, you know, magazine Finance, which was a financial magazine in Montreal. And I remember going in for that job interview and they're like, what do you know about finance? And I was like, ah, zero. And he's like, great. <laughs> Like, I didn't know how to read a bank report, like nothing, okay? Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, stocks, what's that? Like, this is like, I mean, ground zero stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, But
1: I had a great editor who took me under um, their wing, and I fell in love with financial journalism. For a bit, I took a break, ended up covering political journalism, and realized how much I hated it. I was like, I don't want to be chasing down these politicians, doing these scrums and so um i ended up just sticking to financial journalism loving falling in love with it like i said and yeah and then how i got into gold is a completely different story because then i would <laughs> never saw that coming either and that's really been um such a blessing in my life because through gold i met my husband now i have my two beautiful children so gold's done a lot of wonderful things for me
0: well i want to talk and about like well, I, well, oh, and I, I, I love you. You're true. You're truly amazing, and you're you're so sincere. And I think that's, you know, when I met you through Nancy, that's the first thing I really picked up on was, you know, you know, in business, there's some, you know, questionable oh, yeah. characters, but you're somebody who is extremely <laughs> authentic. And you know what I love about you is you just always show up as yourself. And I always say in life, let's not rehearse to show up as ourselves. Let's exactly. just show up as ourselves, right? That's so I funny. want to ask you this: What is your daily like? How are you like are you reading lots of books, articles like Kevin O'Leary put out something the other day, and he said, "Look, if you're in the finance or the investment sector, you need to stay on top of your stuff the 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 market is moving at like crazy pace. Can you give us an idea of like when you wake up how you're staying on top of what's going on in the world?
1: He is absolutely correct. I am like so people are like what 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 hours do you work? I'm like, no, no." I'm always working. It is this is 24 <laughs> hours, but because I love what I do, like you, Ryan. Yes, um, you know I don't consider it work. I consider it like mm. education and tools and empowering myself. Mm. Right, like mm. it's making me the best version that I can bring for the audience. Right, so I'm oh, I don't watch TV shows. Like I mm. literally just watched White Lotus because of a plane. Oh, I <laughs> so I was okay. Able- okay.
0: Okay, so, but what, wait a sec, though. Put a pin in that. What did you think of White Lotus? Yo, th- I love th- I season
1: see- two. I was able to get through season one, season two. I love season two, but I did not see that ending coming. I'm not going oh. to not gonna spoil it because someone kind of ruined it for me on the plane. They're like, oh, but you know that she doesn't come. <laughs> like, don't spoil what? it. <laughs> and I have like 30 minutes left. Any who's. Yes. So I kind of, between the kids and my career, I stopped watching TV shows. So do not come and talk to me about pop culture because I am I don't know. All I do is digest and watch news and read news all the time. So yes, I'm on I'm on top of it all the time. I'm just reading everything: Wall Street Journal, uh, you know, New York Times, CNBC, but every global also like watching, you know, shows from all around the world because I just don't want one perspective.
0: Is there any apps? I call that the, I call this the tap tap that app segment where we. Is there any apps on your phone that you're like, look, this gives me kind of my quick little 365 to, you know, bird's eye view the finance. Is there any things that you're like, yo, these are my top three apps that just keep me.
1: No, I'm pretty old school like that. Like, okay, I know I'm still like literally going on Google and typing in like CNBC.com, but (laughs) we have the apps. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. uh,
1: But we also have our own research at Stansbury. So I'm also getting like exclusive in-house stuff that I like reading because you know i don't just want to regurgitate everything that's already out there that's nothing new i want to bring people the inside scoop so what i do on a weekly basic uh, basis is talk to my rolodex of select insiders so there's actually mm. and these people will know who i'm talking about two key people we have a chat daily chat and we're sending each other articles Ooh. and in and information every day Ooh. Ooh. and that gives me the bulk of my material
0: wow yeah. Now, are these are these just kind of like they're you in, know, they're like co- in the co- colleagues slash friends that you just no, got that no. little VIP I mean, or a complete separate
1: there. They are they are <laughs> uh, one is extreme. I wouldn't say one of Canada's most successful people and one of the most successful people in, in the world, really. So I'm very lucky to have him as a friend. And then there's someone else who's built a very successful uh, Twitter following on his own right
0: okay.
1: we are all news junkies and we have this chat and we talk all the time and just throw ideas in there all the time and it gives me such inspiration so you know when they say you know surround yourself by like you know your top five people that should be you know should have the same game plan you want successful people totally is a game changer so I just I and I thanked them I think a few weeks ago I was like I just want to tell you how grateful I am for this this group chat that we have
0: Hey, so. Daniela, like what you're hitting on here is everything. First of all, because our a lot of our listeners, you know, love business and everything. And then we also have people that are, you know, esteemed, but then also people that are starting out saying, look, you know, I don't know if this nine to five is getting me to where I want in life. I need to start, you know, securing more different ways of making money or or different opportunities. But I always tell people and I, and I like to have my guests come on who who have, you know, more expertise in the field than I do, is that consider the source of the information you're getting it from. Right. And how important is that for you, especially if you're telling maybe like a new investor, you know, hey, be careful, like what information and where. So true.
1: It's so true. And that's why I think there's such a huge opportunity, um, you know, with Twitter spaces now going to change the game, change the game for media going forward. And we could talk about that, but. Most of the people think they can watch CNBC and become educated investors. No, (laughs) and I'm not like CNBC is a greatly produced show. You know, I have a lot of friends that work there more power to you. Bloomberg. Great. But they have an agenda to push you're not going to learn about commodities watch you're not going to learn about really crypto and and commodities and things that are considered off the grid like if you just want to invest in stocks that's great but there's more to investing than stocks like Mm. you don't necessarily want to be in equities right now so what's your game plan right you have to Mm. be diversified but i'm afraid that most of the content people digest is not getting them that diversification education
0: Mm okay so to
1: your point you have to watch multiple shows you have exact to your point you have to know what their agenda is what their who their audience is right because if you're watching cnn you know what their game plan is you watch fox you know what their game plan is so sure. you need to either watch both sides or a source you consider neutral so what i try and do on my show is present various investing strategies so i have people mm. that you know, hate commodities love commodities love yeah, crypto, yeah, yeah. crypto. you know what i mean so I try and present different viewpoints and then hopefully people can have some tools to go home with and start working and figuring out what to do here because it's it's difficult it's overwhelming we're throwing all this information you know
0: daniela listen i want to i want to bring up some because a lot of our like my clients even our audience is probably 65 percent female and Your audience, absolutely. Wow, and so, nice. so, so on ours, you know, because I mean, obviously, I have a marketing branding company, but I also do like my my coaching on the side, and so yeah. I do high level females, you know, doctors, lawyers, execs, all these things. But what's really interesting is that I will see a female. I kind of took a poll because I started hearing the same thing. So I had like five. I think I can think of five names, five clients that I have right now, and I'm, and and I, and they're extremely successful. And I said, "Do you feel happy? Like, do you feel content?" And so some of them have either, you know, raised kids and worked at the same time. A few said, look, I stayed home and raised my kids. And then I went into the workforce and then others were like, it was just a shit show the whole time, Ryan, but I made it out. <laughs> and I so I that said, to that category." <laughs> uh, and, and so, and so I said, okay, but you've had this Uber success. Like, what is this missing piece? And so they're just like, you know, Ryan, I really want to have impact, or sometimes I have some guilt that maybe I wasn't the best mother or, and so I really wanted to bring you on the show because I'm like, you're somebody who's thriving in your career, but then I know you have twins and and you're so candid about it. Like even when we open up the interview, like, yeah, I just want, I just don't want to, I hope, I hope you can't see my kids' toys in the background. You're so (laughs) real about it, but it's all there, baby. Oh, somewhere behind you. So I guess (laughs) then you, then you have kind of the level of, 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 of woman that's maybe starting out to mid where they're saying, geez, I, I, can I have both? Can I be a great mom? Can I have a great career? What would be some like actionable advice that you would give to them? Even like two tips or something like that where you're like, you, look, I've been through this. I was hard on myself. And in retrospect, here's kind of what I learned. Is there anything you could kind of provide as a source of inspiration or value to them? Wow. Big wow. question.
1: It's, <laughs> it's a big question and I want to honor it. I really want to honor it because... Motherhood, you know, through all the challenges my career sent me and I and I became a mom when I was quite established in my career, which, which mm. helped. But I think there's also benefits to, you know, be doing the motherhood thing young and then focusing on your mm. career. So don't overthink it. However it happens in your life, you will be just fine. So I want to tell women out there, you can have both. You can be happy. You might not be perfect most of the times. And you know what? It's OK. I want to say motherhood is the hardest thing I have ever done in my life. Mm. It is the most beautiful thing I have ever done. And it it is the most humbling experience because you will see yourself at your absolute worst (laughs) and your absolute best. Mm. And, um, I don't think there's any other experience on the planet that can give you that perspective. So it has truly humbled me. Um, And as much as i love my career my kids come first period so but again i understand that i'm at a stage in my career where i can make choices so i've said no to a lot of amazing experiences like i was just offered someone was like can you come to positano italy to do an interview may 20 you know doesn't that i mean old Daniela would have been like get me you know get me there now and i'm like no man i can't just you know, I can't. Like, I need to plan for that. And-
0: Side note: Shout out to Cafe Positano. My wife and I were there a few years ago. It's absolutely <laughs> a- incredible. And shout out to Vincenzo that treated us like good. Anyway, sorry, continue. <laughs> I got maybe I just come there. It's much easier. Than- so,
1: so the point is, like, I've had, you know, I say no to a lot of great experiences. I'm I'm invited to a lot of great shoots, but no, my kids come first now. So I've definitely weaned back on the travel that I used to do. Like, I mm. really worked hard to get here where I am, and because I have to travel so much. So I've said no to that. And I just say no to it a lot. But I feel great because I want to be there for my kids at the end of the day. So that that that's um, my priority above anything else. Like if they're sick, I'm staying home with them. You know, like I'll I'll never cancel a shoot. Like I'm sure you don't, Ryan, but and I think I had to postpone ours because my kids were home with some crazy virus that time. So you No, know,
0: your tweet, your tweet was you no, know, your message was like something. It's You're like, yo, my Christ. kids are sick. My kids are sick. They're puking. We're gonna have to reschedule or something. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm a dad, and you know me. My like my number one role in life is to be the world's best dad. So, yes, and I I, think I I love that and I, about and you. And, and I think I you, beca- you, I think you became a mom and I became a dad around yes. the same time. Because how old are your twins?
1: So mine are three, but I remember you gave me oh, a really yes. pep talk. I mean, all stages are diff- like difficult, right? So mm. I think I spoke to you during the newborn stage when they weren't sleeping. I'm mm. up all night, and I'm thinking, yes. how am I going to go not just to work but on air? And then you're dealt yes. with all this criticism, I'm like, oh, she's not looking so good anymore. Or <laughs> she's looking hard. And I just want to be like, dude, do you understand? <laughs> <laughs> how it is a miracle of the lord that i am even in front of this camera right now being able to do this interview so you know the critics are but people are harsh as you know so you have to have thick skin uh, yes. but you gave me a really good pep talk and i loved your energy and your outlook on having children and that mm. that was truly inspiring to me ryan i just want to say because you are you are an awesome dad you are
0: Thank and I so love much. the
1: energy. You're, you always show mm-hmm. up for your kids, no matter what, even if yes. you're having a bad day, you're sad. Yeah. Yeah. And just with my kids, they won't know. I don't bring it home.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: But to go back to answer your question. Yes. Women can't, you can do it. And like I said, one of the things we'll have to suffer. And I think you should always put your kids first because at the end of the day, no one's in no the world's going to love you. Like they, they will.
0: You know what? It's, it's funny because my wife and I, we have this conversation all the time. And she's like, Ryan, like your kids are only going to be four. They're only going to be exactly. five once. They're only going to be six once. You can start a business if you're 65, man. You can start a business if you're 75. Like business is always going to be there. Your kids' phases in development will not. Exactly. And you literally get one crack at bat. And you know, You've met a lot of successful people as of I, and it's like, you have these conversations and some of them, their biggest regret is they, like some of their kids, honestly, they don't even like them because they just were not there for the practice or those monumental moments. You know, my son's six years old. He had his first soccer game yesterday, scores oh. one goal, first oh. game, first goal in 10 seconds. Like I said to my wife, our real estate portfolio is expanding into Lisbon, or Madrid because uh, we're going to be going and taking a soccer thing next level. Because whatever we do, we're ten times in this shit, right? Like I ain't doing no MLS in Canada. Sorry about that. But you know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> Hell yes. Hell yeah. No, absolutely. I don't want to miss a moment. So mm. nothing for me is more important. So like I don't schedule meetings like past like if it's their dinner time, bath time, nothing, nothing will come before them.
0: Nothing. So I want to I want to emphasize for for people listening right now is that your biggest things you said was say no and feel comfortable saying no, because yeah. that's going to, you know, buy your time. Then you're also saying, look, I've also been able to reformat some of my business where especially virtually and things like that. And then your third thing is just simply saying, hey, this is my priority. And I kind of know my professional career, even though, you know, it is established, but I can always kind of recoup what I didn't get, so to speak, yeah, down absolutely. the road.
1: And that's so important, I think, especially when we're so afraid to ask. Um, mm. But, you know, and I, and I think it's also important to work if you, I know you work for yourself, but if you work for a company to work mm. with a company that has similar values. So I'm very lucky that Stansbury Research is, has been amazing mm. for this in the sense that they set up a studio for me here in New York City on 57th Street. Wow. So I literally can walk my kids to school, walk wow. to the school. So it fits with my lifestyle. So I say, we we have power to choose companies. Like, look at their values. And do they value family life? Stansberry, absolutely. So they get it. Um, the management team gets it. So I'm very fortunate for that. But I think that's important. And yes, you you have, you have can say no. And I think most of the time you'll be surprised that people are receptive. Most people have been parents and get it and are like, yeah, totally. We get that. Like,
0: mm. it's
1: all over the place. You can't show up for that. <laughs> get it you know so
0: i i love that so okay so this is what's interesting too is that so you're originally from montreal and then you picked up and left to new york city did you go to new york city because of proximity to opportunities and things like that you feel oh
1: yeah so it's funny i was in montreal so i'm Born and raised Montrealer, I then moved to Rome for five years. I ended up doing oh. my master's and I was working there. Then my mom mm. was happy because I moved back to Montreal. She's like, mm. "Finally, we
0: got our Daniela. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I get I get and, to make you some sugo, sugo, I know. Come on, I have a Sunday yeah. lunch with yeah, us yeah. Yeah. Amore. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: No, and then I ended up meeting a Wall Street boy. Shout out, Matt. Um, Shout out. And uh and then it just made sense for me to move to New York. Um, I felt I had kind of topped out in Montreal anyways. I was ready to to spread my wings. And you know, the move to New York was 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 fantastic. I ended up working mm. on Wall Street alongside Jim Kramer, and I really, really learned a lot there. So um it just kind of all fit in. I ended up marrying Matt, and now yes. we have together. So that's why I say gold brought us together. And he's in my field, so he gets. What I'm yes. doing, like your wife understands what you do, and I of think that's important. Having a spouse that actually understands <laughs> your line of work,
0: yes, so,
1: and that's he's my other actually secret executive producer because he's he we're always bouncing show ideas, yes, and he's like, do you have this person on, or did you see this? So he's my other secret weapon that people don't see.
0: So, well, very one important. question. One question I get all the time, because my my wife is a, a much better business person than I am. Show it to my wife. She's amazing. <laughs> but my wife is the director of operations for our companies. And prior to that, before I even met my wife, my wife had her own business for 12 years in yeah. the health field. And so wow. for there's times that I'm crying under the desk and she's like, yo, dude, uh, where's my husband at? We're, what guy did I marry? Because this guy, yeah, we don't do this. We don't do, this. We don't do that. that. We get your ass up. I'm allowed 24 hours to whine and cry and do my mansplaining and all the self guilt and pity. I get 24 hours, and then she's like, "Okay, on the 25th hour, I need to start hearing you talk about solutions so that we can start moving forward here." And it's wow. a rule we have in our house, and I, I have to say, it's a great rule because it's like you know what, shit happens, but it's like you get 24 hours to feel sorry for yourself and then get on the plan.
1: That's right. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that. Well, that's so you see, so you see my point. So I'm yes. Wondering
0: that it is important
1: when the butt when you need it you know so
0: i want to go to okay so you you're you're the host on stansbury research now you have the daniela cambone show which i remember you saying that you really wanted to do uh, a while back what was what is your strategy or what was the inspiration that said i really want to kind of have my own show separate from stansbury if i'm taking that the right way
1: Right, right. So it's it's the Daniela Camboni show part of, you know, Stansberry. Correct, correct. But it's funny, I think I was always manifesting it because when we were thinking of show names, Stansberry was like, what are we going to call this franchise? And then they were like, well, the Daniela Camboni show. And I was like, that's perfect because this is what I've had in my head this whole time. Um, and yeah, it just kind of all aligned into place. So where I was before, it was more like me just covering news. But here I feel it's more like sit downs mm. with and i can go more in depth with them and if i could take it one step further that's what i want to do more of is start covering more um like lifestyle like what what Mm. made them successful why they Mm. you know got where they are um because i have these relationships like you do with with the people but just kind of taking it i'm always like look ryan you know there's going to be a lot of copycats i was one of the ogs in this sector and then everyone just started popping up Mm. which is great and to your point there's only going to be one Ryan. There's only going to be one thing, Ella, If you are authentic to yourself, and people are either going to like you or not like you, perfect. Whatever you have perfect. to just let that go, right. <laughs> yes. Um.
0: So there's. You know what? Gonna- you know what, Del Danielle? I'm going to put a pin in that. I don't actually want to be liked. I want to be known. I don't give a fuck about being liked. People that are usually liked make no impact. Like, if you're making true impact in the world, you're going to piss some people off. And I don't mean you have to be unethical or anything. I just mean that. most of the world let's be honest they sit on the fence fence sitters it's a nice cozy place that's why if we say like i always ask my guests what makes a great man and so a lot of people will admit there's a difference between a nice guy and a good man nice guys they go they go to the highest bidder they're kind of flaily on their goals a good man is like i know when to be a fucking savage servant which means look i can go out there and perform and execute at the highest levels when i come home to my kids they're throwing toothpaste in my hair I, I could put lipstick <laughs> well, on that my place nose.
1: It's the most humbling experience.
0: Yes. Yes. So for you, like you just said, right? Because again, I get so many people that come to me. And the first thing that you know, oh Ryan, I want to I wanna live a better life, or I wanna yeah. and just remember, yeah. my whole thing is that I'm very passionate about media, but I'm very, very passionate about helping people understand that yes. they are true. Yeah. Their superpower is being one of one, meaning the moment you that basically go down a different road than being yourself, like it's over. And that's why I love that quote. You're born an original. Don't die a copy.
1: Exactly. Don't don't. So people were going to try and replicate your style, but it won't work, you know, just be authentic. And to your point, yeah, people are going to either love it or hate it, whatever, you know, like, I really just want my mission to be to educate people masses,
0: obviously. Mm -hmm. um, And, and, and that's it. So then what, so where, so what, yeah. what are we thinking for? I mean, it's oh. interesting because you're a journalist and then you're also in the media business and then also right. the finance sector. What is your, like, what is, what is Daniela Camboni? Like, what is, who are you? You know, like, who are you?
1: Let who me the hell is this? Glasses, but... Yeah. Like,
0: like, no, I just, I'm, I'm curious. Oh, uh... Like you got this playfulness about you. You got this yeah. seriousness, you will battle like you're just such an all-around great person but man you're on a mission so it's like what is that mission
1: well who am i who i am as a person i think is quite is quite you know i could just it's family friends you mm. i'm very old school like that and i credit mm. a, you know my italian upbringing for that so like i i place a lot on values and i like mm. people who have those values Mm. And I keep a very tight knit circle of people around me few people mm. are able to penetrate the circle and um what I want to do is I I love my audience I you know despite the rude comments we'll get most of it is quite positive positive. and I know you say you don't care about being light but I do like reading that I'm making a difference in people's mm. lives so you never know who you're going to reach and the power you have. And I take that responsibility so seriously. Mm. I met a super fan here recently. He ended. Up, he was a client of my husband's. Just This is all by chance. He wanted to meet me. And he's a 55-year-old man. And he said, you don't know the impact you've had on my life. And I wanted to thank you. Mm. Because before you, I didn't know what money was. I didn't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. I just had it in the bank account. He's like, and I kept losing money. He's like, mm-hmm. because of you, I've well, because of me. I, it's him who did it. He took the he took the advice from the shows, the experts, not me, and implemented mm-hmm. it in his life. So I told him it's no, it's because of you, not me. But mm-hmm. anywho, he was able to arm himself, he had the tools, he got an investment plan. He was able to pay off his mortgage and pay all his daughters university and has like trust funds for them now. Like Mm. completely, I'm like, wait, what? Like now you're in a much better position than I am. I'm like, wait a second. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) So, so I think that when I hear that, that just keeps me going. And I'm like, Mm. people are listening, people are watching, people are lost and confused and need Mm. guidance from real people, authentic Mm. people. I have nothing to sell. You know, Mm. I'm just, I'm not pumping anything It's just me. I love talking to people. I love interviewing people Mm. and if I can help people, then there's no other job on the planet I want to do. This is the greatest job in the world. And we Mm. are so lucky and blessed Ryan for that.
0: Absolutely. I agree with that. Twitter is your number one place. It seems like you like to play on social. I like Twitter. Yeah. What, so what What makes you decide Twitter? Instagram, TikTok? Oh, yeah, the like
1: Instagram. D- I try, like people try, like Stan's even was like, why don't you go public with it? I'm just, I, I'm very private as a person. And I feel like you yes. people really care, like what baby products I'm using or you, it, I just, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like it's being me being on Instagram. So Um, my Instagram is private. I mostly just have, you know, my kids' pics that I don't really want all over social media. Yes. Um, you know, it's not me showing like, look at my amazing life and I'm here today. And no, that's just not my MO at all. Um, so I like Twitter because it's just business and news and like no nonsense. And once in a while I'll tweet like a personal photo, but sprinkle it in very rarely. So it's just like no nonsense. It's not about me, myself, and I, which I feel is Instagram
0: yes you know it's it's interesting i mean with the show because i I mean you're you're at a company i think for us because we're on all the all the platforms and it's you know you always think okay if your message can get to a few more eyeballs then it's worth it you know what i mean and so even our youtube our youtube a year ago we said look we really got to get our youtube cleaned up and and proper so
1: so hold up let me back that up sure i think it depends on Wait, if i had like a Pop culture channel or something, then yeah, I would have to be on Instagram mm. and Facebook. So again, yeah. it depends on the type of channel. It depends on your demographic. Um, that, yes, yeah, sometimes it would make more sense for some channel to be on TikTok, but I find business news does best on Twitter. And now with this Twitter spaces mm. blowing up, I, I feel that Twitter's the best for
0: it. I want to, so I want to, okay, so unpack this because you've mentioned Twitter Spaces twice now. Yeah. Why? why, Because, oh, because you remember we're doing the Clubhouse stuff back in the day. That's right.
1: remember Clubhouse?
0: Yeah. Do do you do Clubhouse anymore? No.
1: No, Clubhouse
0: isn't even a thing anymore. I I don't know. I just stopped it. But then I seen, because I kind of was, you know, not going too crazy on Twitter. I was all over Clubhouse. And then I just thought. This is becoming really time consuming and so yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, but but yeah. you make a great point because if you're in the media or content business it's like i'm i always try to because you know it's very time intensive so for me i'm saying I, well i treat content like i treat i treat content like i treat my property or my investment i say okay look if i invest in this pot is there a way i can get five different streams of income out of this or is that only going to give me one so for example youtube youtube yeah. is the second largest search engine so it's like People are still watching our videos from a year ago, two years ago, yeah, right? Course, course. So you, Twitter I'm... spaces Twitter Spaces is live and you like that. What do you love about it?
1: So it's not that I don't love so I don't I am still very um young in this Twitter spaces camp. But based on conversations I've had, I believe that it's the future and we have to jump on it. We saw mm. the move from Tucker Carlson.
0: Because
1: mm. he could have mm. gone to Sirius XM. I think it's very telling that he chose Twitter Spaces.
0: Mm. What
1: will be interesting to see is how are they going to monetize Twitter Spaces? Mm. No one's quite figured out how to monetize Twitter Spaces yet. But why is Twitter Spaces great? Elon Musk is behind it. So it's very free. We don't have to because the thing with YouTube is they can pull the switch. You could be done. you know, ghost done like that. So what happens if done. you're just on YouTube? Your business could be over at the done. power of YouTube.
0: Yes. Right. Yes.
1: But not with Twitter spaces.
0: OK, now let so, me. And then imagine if
1: Twitter video comes out. Right. Da- so.
0: Daniela, I'm going to now come back on you. <laughs> Cambone style. Viva. <laughs> OK. Think about what you just said. If YouTube turns the light off, they, they pull the plug on you. Let's be honest here. If you're on social media and you don't own that company, you're building your brand on rented land. Correct. Nobody ever wants no nobody ever Correct. wants to build a house on rented land. So Correct. the reality is that if you're on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, they could all shut you down, right? So for you, that's why I was I say, I know you don't like Instagram, or not not that you dislike it, it's not a thing, but I'm like, Daniela, that's a great way to diversify your brand portfolio. We call this brand equity, and brand um, equity pays <laughs> pays in and perpetuity.
1: Here, yeah,
0: yeah. So I just want to put that point in there. Sorry.
1: Absolutely. Um Well, that's a very valid point. And I would hope that if YouTube's gonna like shadow ban you, that you do have like some sense of it coming. I mean, you know the topics to avoid, but we don't have to talk about it. Yes, (laughs) because I won't say certain words that can't be said on YouTube. Yes. Um, so I stay clear of all that. Like I don't think I'm doing anything that would get me banned. I don't I'm not I don't think the risk is high that I'm like losing sleep, like, but yeah, they could completely change. So, you know, these are internal conversations that we are we do have of okay, mm. well what's our pivot? Where should you be? Yep. And I am looking at Twitter Spaces now as I, I I I do believe with the Tucker Carlson move that'll be very interesting to mm. see what that will do for our industry.
0: Mm. huge, huge. It's funny you bring that up too because it's uh he had all these different like have you heard of Patrick with David from Valuetainment? You see, you ever see any of his yes. content online? Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. So, so he, so when Tucker Carlson, the whole thing happened, he made him a hundred million dollar offer to come on and basically be his lead, like podcaster. Yeah. But I no. with Elon, I, I'm, I, I like your perspective on that. Cause you're, you, first of all, you like the fact that Elon took over. Can I assume that? Do, do you like that move or? Yeah, I think I do. Okay. I
1: think
0: I do. I think I do. Now, why? What is the basis of that? Because I, you're, because you're I very believe, practical.
1: Yeah, I believe in citizen journalism. I believe Ooh. in free journalism, and Ooh. I believe that's the vision for Twitter. And it may be the only outlet where we, we as journalists, are going to be allowed to be free. Wow, I. Love yeah, I don't that. think there's any more citizen journalism, and I, I, wow. I, 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 I want to see a return to that.
0: And it's funny because you don't even bring up. And I've talked to a lot of people now that. They don't even bring up Facebook,
1: <laughs> like, yeah.
0: like heavy, heavy, heavy hitters. So, and they're like, I, uh, mean, I don't know. We
1: just got so, you know, yeah. politics. and the, I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Daniela, um, you're getting into finance. Okay. You're thinking about, I mean, you got, let's say you're 18, 19, 20, 21 years old. I like to talk uh, a lot about credit. I like to talk about financial literacy. Um, I think that people don't understand their credit as much as they should. Meaning, you know, when you have great credit, credit's like your report card to the finance industry. Oh, yeah. If you have good right. credit, you get cheaper money. You get, you can, you know, you know, borrow cheaper. What would you say to somebody that says, "Look, Daniela, I don't know if this whole school system is teaching me what I need to know about finance. I need three tips that you could give me as from your expertise to help put me on the right road to a good, you know, financial situation long term."
1: Well, one, watch my show. Uh,
0: yes. Yeah, true. <laughs> but yes, no. But,
1: but yeah. But no, seriously. Yeah. Watch. I would say there's a lot of good alternative media out there. That's not like crazy talk like, you know, that are offering financial wisdom. So start finding who you like, like whether it's my show or another show, just start listening. Start from there. Just start mm. there. Like literally go into YouTube and Google. I don't know. Financial info. Financial <laughs> See, literacy
0: one oh one or something, yeah. right? Let's yes. Just
1: start find someone you like that you click with that you're like, that makes sense to me. Mm. Um read
0: books. Like mm. you don't
1: have to go to school to learn this. I didn't I don't have an MBA. I didn't study finance. I give, a, okay,
0: give us give us a book. And I want to ask you about have you read Ray Dalio's book Principles?
1: Yes, of course. Now, well, are, you give, are, are you giving yeah, a, are you giving that book? Are you giving that
0: book a check mark to read? Absolutely. Read that. OK, um,
1: I would definitely read Currency Wars by Jim Records. Oh,
0: I haven't read that. Read okay. that. Read
1: all Ooh. of Jim Records. Read everything. I love Jim Records, though. So read him. <laughs> I would read Doug Casey. What was the name of his first book? Doug Casey.
0: Doug Casey. How many finance books do you think you've read in your, your career? Oh, like in your life? No. no, no, just, just give me like a ballpark, like in the hundreds. If it's that, like, just, you know, X to X. Oh,
1: definitely. Definitely. I mean, I'm reading, I, I, first of all, I get sent a lot of books because people want yes. to come on and why not. So yeah. I try and read cause I think it's the greatest gift. So I have stacks of books and then I, I, I gift them, I share them and say, I want you to read this um yeah definitely way over in the hundreds
0: yeah okay yeah. see now do you like Kiyosaki's as you too by the way
1: read kiyosaki rich, rich kiyosaki. dad poor dad but easy to read beginner yes now he thinks that is good i'm not going to get into the weeds of it it's a different different way of thinking but read it so you can see a different attack plan and it's an easy read
0: yeah, okay, I'm, so, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you a quick question. It's gonna be fun, but you get no statistics behind it. Should you pay off your mortgage as quick as you can, or should you leverage equity that's pre-built and go buy more property? Yes or no?
1: Well, Kiyosaki would tell you the latter, you know. Um I can't answer that question because it depends on the situation you're in. Sure. Right? Do you have do you have children? Do you not have children? Um yeah. So, and what's your? I mean, obviously, you have greater risk on the second plan, but you also have more opportunity, of course.
0: So, yeah,
1: I, you know, I gotta, I'm more all about opportunity. So,
0: <laughs> da- Daniela, you gotta, come on our, you gotta come on our show a couple times a year. There's so many questions I want to ask you about finance because finance is such a big topic. But I, I have to be honest with you, like, I think where your talent is for sure, of course, you're educated on it, but it's just the way you deliver it. Like, even I've watched your stuff, and I'm like, this is just like. You're not boring me to death. This is yeah, really like
1: Well, like I think even, it's so scary and people just throw all these numbers out and I'm like, "No, no, no. We can pet the problem. Make it one with you. Finance is amazing. It's fun." And I try and teach my kids about it. I mean, they're only 3, but I'm already like, "This is a gold coin. You're not going to learn about this in school, but guess what? It's going to be one of your best friends one day, and I'm here to tell you why."
0: Where do you think the world in your <laughs> in your opinion, are you excited like when you look at your 3-year-old kids? Are you excited for their future and where the world's no. headed or, or what? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs>
1: absolutely I'm absolutely terrified. And I'm like, I'm so sorry that I've brought you into this era and I really wish it was the eighties.
0: Wow. No, and why do
1: you- I feel awful. And yeah, then why did I have kids? I guess it's so selfish because I wanted to experience motherhood, but I think this is an awful world and I really hope we can turn it around.
0: You wow. know, like social media
1: terrifies me. Yeah. Um, I, i'm not they're not there yet but i'm already like i don't want ipads i don't want them to be exposed to all the ugliness and darkness yeah so i'm terrified ryan
0: it, you're terrified wow i thought i thought you i thought i would have to dig more for that you just told me so straight up no,
1: no i'm <laughs> just terrified no. um you know i think there's still i think Canada's still a great place to live so you're lucky you're, you're in canada i think it's a great place to re- raise children
0: You're Um, a parent. You're you're a parent now. Um, What are one or two things that you kind of figured like what are I guess what are one or two things that really popped out in your own life that you maybe didn't focus on or even recognize prior to having kids was did kids give you kind of a different perspective or or show you like even for me, I would I'll give you my examples that becoming a dad for me, I think it was always scary. I never had a dad growing up. So for me, I just, that I knew my first crack at even experiencing that was going to be when I was a dad. So I'm like, even certain things I do with my, my son or my daughter, I'm like, Oh my God. Like I, I, I sense it from their perspective as a child. And then I sense it from the dad perspective, but I don't think I can honestly say I've ever felt insecure about much. I, but as a dad, I feel so insecure and humbled. And it's one of the most beautiful feelings because it, it, consistently on a daily basis just it checks in with me saying dude just give it your all give it your all get better get better and it's so sobering that it's kind of beautiful it's hard to explain but that'd be the one thing for me
1: i think that um i realized which you probably don't realize before you're a parent is how you are the center of their universe and you have a blank canvas with them and they're Mm. soaking in that info. And Mm. I think that's such a tremendous responsibility that I'm like, what, what am I going to fill it with? Mm. Right. I want to fill it with positivity. I want to teach them about the planets and about nature (laughs) and whatever. I want to educate them. I don't want them to just watch Paw Patrol all day. I want (laughs) to be that parent, you know, and they're, they're soaking it up. And so I'm very careful with my word choices. Mm. Um, I, I am, like you know, and I, my husband and I have these conversations. Like, we don't want to, you know, you don't want to be too like overthinking it, but th- they're soaking it in. They're watching mm-hmm. everything you do, you know, mm-hmm. you're their greatest, you're their muse, their inspiration.
0: Mm. Um, and there's
1: such a tremendous power there that I don't think I understood before I was a parent, you know.
0: It's beautiful. Are your kids, do, you, do your kids watch Blippy at all?
1: They're not into the someone else asked <laughs> about Blippi, so Lip- they're still very much Peppa Pig, Paw Patrol. What's that wow. monster one? Oh, Blaze the machine. Oh yeah,
0: Peppa Pig is massive. My daughter Peppa loves Pig. Peppa Pig. Well,
1: it's funny that they the Peppa Pig because they speak like Peppa now, not with a British accent, but they'll be like "Hooray!"
0: and yeah, like Blippy, so- Blippy, Blippi's the Michael Jordan of an 18 month to four year old segment age in the world. Ah. Like, like Blip and Blippi's story, like literally legit is like it's like one of those iconic stories where it's like the guy was like a pizza delivery guy oh, and just Blippy. Blippy, no, Blippy.
1: I, I know they yeah, I'm all over they're all over yeah, Blippy. He he wears so, the colorful on, stuff and all I was thinking that. I was thinking bluey.
0: Oh, okay. No, no. This is Blippy. Blippy. <laughs> oh, wait. Does Blippy have a sad story? Well, Blippy was he he did he's done a few interviews and it was so weird by the way to see him out of his his outfit, but he talks about just he basically said, like, I was kind of a loser just trying to find something. He's like, I would have all these jobs, I got fired. He's like, I just did not like any of that, and he's like, I knew I wanted to own a business, and I just didn't know what. And he said, wow. I, think and was, I think it was, I think it was
1: like, much is he worth that guy. Well,
0: I think it was his nephew. He had come over or something, and he said, I just was so good with my 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 uh, siblings' kids, and I would do these funny little things and these voices. And then he's like, I just thought there's nothing on the internet that addresses well, this it's age.
1: Funny. My husband nailed it cuz he's like blippy just copied the blueprint of Pee-wee Herman. You remember
0: pee 100%. Yes.
1: So, of okay, course. Whatever, it's all good cuz he made it his own, all about being on Yeah, yeah. But it was smart cuz there was no Pee-wee Herman of our new generation. So he just filled the void. He took a model that worked in the 90s or whatever. 100%.
0: And
1: and yeah, Blippy, I mean that guy's worth like this Oh, yeah.
0: But what but that's what that's what it shows is that new media versus old media. It's like you know Wee herman had a network you don't need a network to pop off now you can go fire up a youtube it, I channel i love
1: that right yes. you don't need anybody you don't
0: need a producer yes. to say yes or no yes. anymore and
1: that's what this is the greatest thing about this generation as much as i hate social media the beauty of it is in back in our day ryan we had to go for like mm. auditions like cbc and all this and you had to be at the mercy of maybe that producer will like me and give me a chance well sure. guess what you on social media, you can make it on your own. How many people have? And if one good thing about social media it is that that you don't need someone to give you a shot, you can be your own shot.
0: It is, if it you is. Have it a is. Talent,
1: people have built extremely successful businesses on social media. Massive, so
0: massive, massive, massive. Yeah, uh, we're coming to her. And Daniela, listen, I'm gonna, I'm starting this tradition on my show where I'm having my previous guest ask the next guest the question so for my next guest what question would you ask them
1: <laughs> i mean who's the next guest though
0: don't know yeah. no 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 it's just such a beautiful i want
1: to know their favorite food to make
0: oh oh i like that i like that what is what is your favorite? Oh, no, food no 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 make? no i have a better question i have a good okay. question if okay. they could
1: go back to their 18-year-old self, what would
0: they tell them? Oh, okay. There, I'll do that. I, I okay. like that. I like Maybe that. Maybe Nancy. Maybe Nancy. Nancy's all. Nancy's awesome. They're they're. Bi- I think they're busy over there doing some uh, yeah, some so crazy Nancy, stuff.
1: Because I don't know if we, she's the director of public relations for. Yeah. Camino yes and uh, she's she's awesome she's like the queen
0: of toronto if i'm the queen of gold she's the queen of toronto so she 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 and she likes sneakers and her dog yeah (laughs) Yeah. yes i mean anybody who's a sneakerhead and an animal lover is always good with me uh daniela listen i really really appreciate talking to you over the i mean i think how many years is it a couple years that i kind of in and out or yeah four years and it's it's really interesting because you just have the best vibes ever um i just want to i just want to end off by saying you know what can i do for you i always ask all my guests this question at the end what can i do for you just keep
1: checking in because i love when you do keep smiling your energy see you already transformed my day talking to you now i'm set for success so just check whenever you have a moment check
0: in with me because i love hearing i love it and uh can you just say uh my name is daniela cambone i was just on the reinhold show
1: My name is Daniela Kambone and I was just on The Ryan Holtz Show. Hey, Hey. listen.
0: We're so glad you enjoyed this episode of The Ryan Holtz Show podcast. Please don't forget to smash that five-star review as Team Holtz will love you for it. Also, say hi to Ryan anywhere on social media using the handle at RyanHoltz1. That's R-Y-A-N-H-O-L-T-Z, the number one. And if you or your business is looking to expand your brand, book a brand jam with Ryan using the link in the show notes.